Welcome to the Consciouspreneur Podcast, where we discuss and apply the principles of mindset, leadership, and business building strategies that align with our purpose, honor the people we work with, and generate a sustainable profit. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Conscious Panor. I am thrilled to be having this conversation with Amy Gerlich today. Amy and I have had a chance to get to know uh, each other a little bit through our networking uh, community. I've loved every minute of it, and I'm excited to be having this conversation and to be able to share this with our audience. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. How are you? I am so great. I yes, am. here's cheers. Yes. <laughs> I've already had my my uh, AM cup of coffee this morning, so oh, I good, will just be good. sipping on some water with you uh, during our conversation. So let me set up uh, a little bit of context, a little background uh, for the listener, and then we'll dive into our conversation. Sounds great. Awesome. So Amy is the founder and creative director of Power Up Video Studios, a video marketing and content coaching company that helps brands establish trust and influence by creating content that is customer obsessed. She found her passion for powerful storytelling at an early age. She spent 15 years with the magical world of Disney media and special event production using her passion for storytelling to communicate and connect. She presently lives in, oh my goodness, Mechanicsville. Am I saying that right? Nailed it. Okay. Mechanicsville, Virginia with her husband, sons, Colin and Ryan, and her diva pup, Princess Leia. Well, when you have two boys, your dog is absolutely going to be named Princess Leia. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any other choice? Do you have any other choice at that point? No, none whatsoever. (laughs) Excellent. Well, once again, Amy, thank you so much for making time for this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Well, let's start with the storytelling at an early age. What does that mean to you? What what does that look like to you? That means that I had one of those big box VHS camcorders on my shoulder and I was making music videos and I was forcing my sister to be Whitney Houston or Tina Turner or whatever music thing I wanted them to do. Or I would create a talk show and make them present a story. I was constantly directing and producing in some way, shape, or form. We went to Shinkatigue to see the pony swim, and there's some photos of me with this big old camera, um, bigger than I was. I mean, I'm only 5'4 now, but it was still, <laughs> still a big thing. Yeah. Um, and so I've had video, I've had the idea of video and storytelling in my life forever. And then when given the opportunity to make it a career, I walked into the wonderful world of Disney. And there's again nothing more powerful than the stories that they have um they have taken us through our childhood and into um into uh, the parenthood for many. Um so for me, storytelling is the best way to bring people into a concept or to connect. And it's always it's been the through line from start to finish here. So let's not uh, this there's too much good in this story. So let's <laughs> let's stay with this a little bit. Tell me about when you got your first camcorder. So I still don't understand why my parents allowed me to have this big piece of equipment knowing how precious things were to us at that time. Um, I think they just knew I wanted to create. I um, found a way to get two VHS machines 
Um, I think I ended up taking someone else's and we would dub and create content the old school way really? of, of start, stop, start, stop, and then recording over it. And I just have always enjoyed tinkering with that type of world and figuring out how to create. And then it's, you know, moves from the technical to the actual content part of it. And it's how can this be something somebody wants to actually watch? So I guess my parents allowed me to have that because otherwise I, I was probably going to start doing stop motion or or painting a wall or who knows right. what. Right, right. <laughs> you were going to come up with something. And I actually did paint a wall in our house. So I don't know why I even said that. It did happen. <laughs> um, so I was a very creative child and my parents um, encouraged me greatly. And um, yeah, I mean, I ended up being historian for my my class in high school, and I captured all those content, all those pieces of content. Everything's content for me now, but it's memories, right? And um, then it it sort of translated into how I communicate with my clients. I feel that video helps bring things to life. It helps build trust. It shows personality. And as soon as I could figure it out, I would take. I'm an early adopter. So if there was something I could do in sales, uh, you know, for something and I could make a connection, I would do it. Um, and now I just want people to feel comfortable doing the same. So it's all, it all sort of trickles into what I'm doing now. I love it when, when, you know, so often when we talk about, there's often questions like, well, what's my purpose and what is it that I'm really here to do and what impact am I really here to make? And the advice of the gurus in this area say, go back to your childhood. You'll, you'll find it was often there. Now you happen to have the opportunity of, yeah, I, it was there early and I was able to stay with it. A lot of us like kind of bounce in around those things and then move away from it because other people are telling us, well, this is who you should be. Well, I, I feel that I have been spoiled rotten. I, um, I absolutely. I stumbled into every experience I've been a part of. Um, I don't make sense on paper is what I usually say. Because if you saw my resume, you'd be like, what? Uh, <laughs> who? <laughs> I I take, I, if it's not fun, why, why do it? And that's sort of the mantra of how I move through the experiences I choose to be a part of. Um, I'm also a seller at heart, so I'm monetizing the heck out of this. So it's not like this, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm this kept woman with this hobby. You know, it's like exactly. this is an entrepreneurial experience. Absolutely. I come from um I come from a variety of small businesses within my family. My father um was a used car salesman, the ultimate entrepreneur, um, example, good or bad. And I just the spirit of it is really where I assumed. If I want to do something and I want to go for it, I can. So let's just mold and shape and find. And it's taken me to a variety of places that some of which Disney, very corporate, very structured, very mother may I. That teaches you what you like and what you don't like when you get a chance to make it your own. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So what would you say is your core purpose for what you're doing? I know you love it. So I yeah, know no, there's joy. There's absolute, absolute sure. joy involved in this. Um, the core purpose is solutions. I enjoy providing solution. I have great joy in when someone has a problem and there is a solution that came from this. It's a very, I didn't see myself in the consulting role or in this role of problem solver. I always felt it was director because I did a lot of production. So that's the mindset of push, push the content, make it happen, find the solution, push it on them. I am as in my later years, I am <laughs> discovering, <laughs> I'm discovering more and more that it's about um, the awareness another person finds within. 
So it's how can I bring them to the solution? So I find joy in the solution and now it's a different path. It's more or less allowing them to uncover and and unpack and find it versus being told, um, which again is a different energy. Completely. So you're not just joyful about the outcome. You're, you sound like you also get joy of helping others discover their own answers. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I went through a period of time again, very much director, very much corporate. This is the way it is. Push, 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 no pull, no, no back and forth, no collaboration. (laughs) And it's not bad. It's just that's what happens when you're given what you're given and this is your job. Um, for me, I, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It's a lot. It's a lot when you put all of it on your shoulders. Uh, did I want that ownership? Did I have joy over the win? Absolutely. There's just a point in which it's like, no, no, no. Everyone needs to find their place within this process. Mm-hmm. And I now have walked many walks and can get you where you need to be in a variety of industries and categories. And I, I really am enjoying that mindset. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like, my children. It's like teaching a child something and then watching it actually be applied, you know, and again, you know, as a toddler, it's a little sloppy and it has to be done repetitively and you have to have more support. And then it's the empowerment of having two teenage boys and saying, there are certain things I'm going to tell you once. Uh Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or there's something I'd like you to get to the awakening of the critical thinking and move forward with. And I think of just how I've progressed in the things I'm responsible for and how to incorporate that into having people feel empowered. I, I really want people, especially in the zone of, of, of genius, that um, I believe I'm working in in regards to marketing yeah. and video. You should not be frightened of this space. You should feel empowered in this space. You know your world really, really well. Just so happens we have to add in this new tool. So let's roll. <laughs> So tell me a story about a win that you helped a client uh, come to. So um, it's a story that's sort of in our world of COVID because everything was very, very different. Um, We, uh, (laughs) uh, I know we probably will go into this a little bit, but I'll just jump ahead. I hired two employees February 28th, 2020. Mm. And two weeks later, the world went to hell in a handbasket. Um, so <laughs> we went from, you know, video marketing geniuses ready to take over the world to people stuck in their houses with lots of equipment and screens. And what are we going to do? Right. I have an amazing client that was going to have us go down and work with um, her three-day event. That was not happening. And I basically said, you need to trust me. There was no reason for her to trust me. She didn't know me. I was her videographer. Um, we worked together as a team. And based on my event experience, we created a solution that allowed for this wonderful world of Zoom and other engagements to create a space for her content and her people and her keynotes and her her workshops to exist and ran that entire backstage for her in addition to filming content from her Australian keynote, who no longer now has to be up at 2 a.m., filmed as live, pushed forward, nobody knows any different. And we created solutions that lifted that all off of her plate so that she could be in her zone of genius. So that's really, with a million examples from my Disney time, and then that being the beginning of a huge pivot for my company that we have pivoted back from, (laughs) um, it just says, I mean, I'm 
as much as I enjoy joy and solutions, I enjoy hustles just as much. And that was the that was the hustle. We did it and we knocked it out in a week. And I continued to support her events for two solid years because she doesn't have to think about anything anymore. I've got you. And it's that empowerment to be where you need to be. So that, again, that just sort of is that same, it drops out of the sky. I take it on. It did have a a video focus to it. And we slowly merged that into how we support events with video. And, um, and yeah, it just, it's, it's something that hopefully we can continue to be for people because we do come from a variety of backgrounds. Yeah. You have such a positive outlook and you use you, your words that you use talk about having fun and enjoying the process. What allows you to stay in that space, even when it looks like the world's going to shit around you? Because um, nothing about that energy moves me into money. Okay. And I like money. I think I made that decision very early on when I was working with Disney and I moved into sales and sales. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's January. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's just, it is what it is. If you cannot get out of your own way, mm-hmm. I'm the only one losing sleep over that. Mm-hmm. I can't, it's not worth it. And you just have to move forward. And I really, I, I mourned, my job loss at Disney. I mean, it was a year before I could get out of my own way because it was my identity. I'm Amy from Disney. I'm Amy from Disney. Nobody knew how to say my last name. I'm Amy from Disney. (laughs) And I'm like, nothing is going to compare to what I did. That was it. That was everything to me. And, um, and the reason that ended is that I did work for Radio Disney and that, that no longer exists. They woke up one day and said, Pixar sneezes and makes more money than you guys made in 16 years. Bye bye. <laughs> but it created relationships with clients here locally that I still have, which is again, a wonderful thing, but spent a lot of time mourning that. And I'm like, I, I wasted time and energy. I was only hurting myself, air quotes there. Um, And if I am going to run Power Up the way that I want to run it, family-friendly, family-first, fire the clients I'm not going to work with for whatever reasons feel right to the business model, if I'm going to be at the top and make the decisions, I'm leading with positivity. You can have bad days. Everybody has bad days. Everybody is faced with two brand new employees and a pandemic. Aren't we all? (laughs) I mean, you know, again... I survived. COVID was the most bizarre blessing. And that's because we didn't wallow in it. We figured out what to do. And yeah. that's who I am. I love that. I, and I, I think that is the energy that I really appreciate being in your presence. We were joking last week, we were at a, a networking event and <laughs> we were together. And I think every breakout room, but one. Yep. Um, the, the universe needed us to talk more. So I, I now I'm, so. now we're making it happen and yeah. making it making it happy for now. But but no, it is an energy. And that's the same that I feel about speaking to you. And um, I love that that's part of who I believe I'm attracting, not to be woo-woo about it. But I, I think that you have to have the right mindset. You, you will come in contact with people who want to bring you down. I don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, and I love it again that you're just, you're comfortable in the space of being positive. And yet you're also saying we're going to have bad days. So it's not like I have to have a one way versus another. I see, I hear a strong preference. This is who I want to well, be. 
And I have a ton of clients that come to me and it's bad day central yes. every day. That's fine. Talk to me. Let's okay. let's talk it out. Let me see what the solution is. So I guess I can add therapist, um, unlicensed uh-huh. therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do say that that's actually very true because camera camera confidence is a large part of the mindset that I have to bring to a studio. Sure. I have to be the energy that I'm asking for. Um, I don't need you to be me. You don't need to have the animated moments, but you need to be at the energy. If I'm in a zone and I'm distracted, I'm not there for my person that needs to be at their best. You can fake a photo. You can fake a video with the right technology, but you really can't fake video. So um, you've got to be able to be that for them. But I, again, I, I listen. As much as I'm talking right now, I do appreciate the part that that gets to listen and hear the people that I work with um, and find out how we can, we can get past it. Absolutely. And, and mm-hmm. again, I, I think that this whole conversation about energy, I really want to move this away from being woo-woo because it's quantum physics, right? If we're looking at Newtonian physics, yeah, it seems woo-woo. But if we look at quantum physics, which is where mm-hmm. physics is going, it's science. It's laws of the universe. My husband has a, a t-shirt that says science like magic, but real. <laughs> I love that because I've heard something about um, everything is magic until we understand the rules behind it. And so it, it might appear to be magic or, or but it's just because we don't understand the mechanism. And I think with more and more understanding of quantum physics, we're going to understand more and more about how this energy works. Because again, I, I love what you're saying about you don't just coach your clients to be in front of the camera and here's what you're going to say. It's all the doing pieces that I usually describe. You're also leaning into the being piece because that's the piece that people are going to connect to. We are very, very much about the experience. So I opened the studios. I leased the building in the 15 minutes of July, 2021, where we thought we were going back to normal. Um, not 20, 15. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I leased the space because I'm like, oh, my virtual events are going away. I need a new business model. I'm a jumper. It's what I do. Um, but I, I, I calculate my risk and I jump. And this was exciting because I'm like, I need control. I need to be able to clean the space. I need to be able to feel comfortable in the space. I need to have this moment where I can give this to my the people I'm working with. When you walk in, you feel my team. You feel the energy in there. And you also have quiet space upstairs if you just need to be in your moment. Um, we bring folks in and specifically my female clients, hair and makeup is a transformational moment. Do we need to paint ourselves up? Absolutely not. It's not about that. It's about an hour of someone focusing on you, making certain that there's nothing you can say that is going to, to make you unhappy visibly on the camera. And then we get you in the zone of what we've, you know, what we've put together in regards to what you look in your look, your colors, your wear. And then we get you into the studio. And it's this whole like moving the client from they messed up my coffee at Starbucks. Um, you know, my luggage was late yesterday. I I I know I know the word I want to end with, but I haven't figured it out yet to ah, okay, let's do this. Um, and you know, having a Beyonce soundtrack doesn't hurt at all. Like I it think between not. Lizzo and Beyonce, it just jazzes you up. No, I'm just joking. But we we really focus on the experience. We want to hear what makes them comfortable. And that's that's really what our VIP week and all the good stuff we get to do when we bring somebody in and, and I get to to have that concierge hospitality moment that I love so much. Oh so, my gosh. but it's mindset. It's all done because of the mindset. Um, and I really like buying charcuterie things. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
probably even said it wrong. I don't even know. Just like, I like all the, the little extra touches that no one would expect. So, yeah. yeah. And again, that's part of that experience and, and being cared for, I think, cr- gives us the opportunity to feel relaxed and gives us then connect to who we really are, our inner peace, not in our head, who we think we're supposed mm-hmm. to be, who we're trying to be. Um, yeah. No, I, I really, I think that everyone comes in knowing what they know for their people. When I work with someone, they're my people. And that's what, that's the same type of care that I want them to be in the mindset to present and push forward. But all of that comes from just being in environments where those details mattered, um, a very Disney-like thing. Um, so that, that, you know, again, it did not, it was not lost on me, the details of taking care of people and making things magical. Um, and, and I think that that plus my team that supports in amazing script writing and technical, um, allows me to, to not have to think of like, I'm doing that. My team is doing the same thing for me. I get to be for my people. So all of these things are why I have created the business because I don't think that the world of video was treated this way. I think content is not treated this way and, and we want to change that. <laughs> okay. So I love this. I love this context of energy because it's all going to be rooted in energy. So mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit. You mentioned confidence uh, on on screen. That is one of the challenges. Are there uh, what are some other common challenges that we face as we're moving into this video space? Everyone wants to talk about themselves. Okay. Okay. So everybody needs things they need an about me video. Um, as much as I love a good ego piece, <laughs> there is not a single purchase that you have made where the about me page was truly the definer. Maybe a coach, maybe a, you know, we we had talked, we, we had a little pre pre podcast talk about hair. Maybe yeah, you know, right. maybe the stylist. I don't know. Um, for the most part, when people are searching on the internet on that first moment before they actually, you still don't even know they exist. Right. When they are out looking for a solution, mm-hmm. they are looking for the answers. They are looking for the answers to their questions. They are saying, my dishwasher is broke. I'd like to, you know, like I need to find a part. I, I'm thinking of a new car. I'm applying to colleges. I am I am trying to find a new way to budget for my business. I, you know, all the different things. If you put it in Google, you're not expecting Sally Joe's sizzle reel. You're expecting an answer. Right. <laughs> sizzle reel. So I just got to take a moment on sizzle reel. That's pretty fantastic. Okay. Thank I'm you. ready to move Thank on. you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So it's not um, the sizzle so reel. What is it? it is, then? Again, it's the answers. So what we do is we provide the direction on, on content that's going to impact and be effective and provide the results. Now it's still you. It's still you providing your voice. It's your authority. It's your opportunity to build trust and authenticity and transparency all the reasons someone is going to fall madly in love with you and give you all their money. But what they came for was an answer. They want to know what they want to know. So what we do in in, in addition to, to general mindset is prior to even walking into a studio or joining us on our virtual studio is the amount of energy that we put into 
the content. Um, there's some specifics that we want that we think that certain industries can benefit from. Um, some of it takes a little bit of guts, but guess what? The ones that are doing it are benefiting. Okay. They are the ones that are getting the clicks. They are getting the, the energy that the customers are look, looking for. We want your content to be customer obsessed, not you obsessed. Your customer will love you, but that's not what the video needs to be about. The video needs to be about the fact that you love them. Oh, okay. That's a huge shift. It is. But what do you want when you go on the internet? You want to be seen. You want to be heard. You want to have your answers. You want to know that this person really does love you. I say love. These are words that are, you know, sort of being put in an umbrella today, but that they are there to, to support, to serve, to whatever for you. Um, so the energy is shifting mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it's shifting because we don't have time for things. It's shifting because we can find, if we don't find an answer, we will find an answer. Right. Why not be you? Yeah. Like if, yeah, yeah. If you go to a website, this is my favorite part. If you go to a website looking for a price, uh-huh. um, a, a service, let's say it's a service-based business, probably similar to what you and I do. If you go looking for a price or looking for justification on a price, like give me anything, would you go to the website, not find it and go, oh, well, I guess it's probably one of those it depends answers. <laughs> no, you're going to go to someone else and try to get your answer. So how can we keep them engaged with just enough information to be dangerous so that you provide what they're looking for, build that trust and get the conversation to truly share what their specific it depends answer would be. Okay. So can you describe for me, let's use this about video as -hmm. an example. So you're saying it's not about you. It's not about me as the business owner. Um, It's about the problem that I solve. So how does that video, how is that different than the about me video? So the About Me video is you potentially, and I'm just not you, I'm using the royal we, right? Of course. Um, (laughs) um, Probably going, you know, I graduated from the highest um, academies of such and such, and I've done this, and I've done that, and look at my beautiful space, and oh my gosh, and no. What they want is to learn just enough about you, but they also want to know when they're going to be working with you, how you work how you work with them. So um, instead of an about me, it is a bio video. So it's a little bit of a bio. It's it's like what you shared this morning, um, where I sneak in a little bit of like what I could potentially do for you. And then you put that in your email. You put it in your email signature. You don't stick it on your website per se. You put it in a transactional moment where someone is going to say, oh my gosh, let me, you know, Curious, nosy, because they yeah. are. Everybody yeah. is. Right. It's how am I going to be working with you? I have um, two other teammates. And so our bio videos are specific to their roles. So when um, Andy, my technical director, emails a piece of content for review, there's a video in his signature that's like, I am Andy, da, 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 talks about the fact that he wants to stay up on all of his um, sci-fi and Disney princess items for his child, his child. But this is how you'll work with me. And I'd love to hear from you with my, with, by way of replying to this email. So you fit it in in a conversation. It's like going to a networking event. You wouldn't right. just stand on the corner and scream your bio. Right. I love how you put that into a context for me. That makes so much sense. And, and so the, it's the, the same way. Yeah. It's like, how would we, how is this going to be real? How, and, and that's really what all these videos are is let's just take all of the agency stuff that everybody has bought for years. And set it in a corner and time out because we'd like to try something new. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So, so we're, you work with them on, on confidence and then on the content, making sure that we're focusing on what is really going to connect with that prospect. Correct. So a lot of people are worried about SEO, which is search engine optimization. Um, if you create content that people are actually looking for, it's an organic SEO. It, it is going to be found. It is going to put you where you need to be. So in addition to being confident, creating content that matters to your customer, you are putting together a strategy for success. This is not just more content for the sake of content. This is proven to yield a result. So it, it's it's not having to bring in another partner to understand your business and come in and pretend to understand keywords. No, if you know your stuff and you follow these types of frameworks that really are, again, customer obsessed, flip the script, turn the mirror, whatever you want to call it, you're going to see how this is what people are looking for. And it's going to, it's inbound marketing, which is the mindset there. Um, but yeah, we we really just solve for that because that's what, at the end of the day, if you're going to spend money, as everyone is a journalist now, hold up your phone. You are now a journalist. You're a video maker yourself. If you're going to spend any type of energy with a professional, we want to make sure the content is truly working for you. Absolutely. Okay. Um, what are some other, because I want to get to events, but before I go to events, I want to talk one more question about the video. What, what might be something, maybe a core belief or a fear that you've come across that keep people from really embracing video? Um, I don't get my hair done for two more weeks. I need to lose 20 pounds. I don't like my voice. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just general the general excuses of why someone is frightened to be on camera. So what we do with with um, that is that there's two different ways. Obviously, if we are there working with someone one-on-one, -on -one, it's giving them the confidence in what they're saying. I feel like if you know what you're saying, the rest of it all just falls into place. So having a tight script, maybe not going live if you're not comfortable. That cracks me up when people are like, oh, but I like going live. Sure you do, but you ramble for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. Oh, we'll wait for a few more people to come on. Nobody has time for that. Nobody has time for that. Um, so yeah, so finding things that work with where you are. So it's much like we do. Meet yourself where you are. Find things that will bring you to a comfort level. And then figure out what other missing links are out there. Um, we have folks that work with us that just hand us their content and we edit it because they have a ton of stuff that never gets edited and produced. Well, that was the moment. Find that moment where you've gotten all the way up to the moment and now it's not going to happen because of what? So we do have a community of people that we work with. Um, it's a creator community and we teach them all of these things to build their confidence. It's the content piece, the camera confidence piece, the editing piece, and then many of them go... They figure whether it's with us or with, you know, one of the, you know, the fibers of the world or other people, find out what's what's your roadblock and then focus on that enough to find out what what can get you through it. It might be better scripts. It might be recording yourself. Um, some of the the tips that I had stored away for whenever need be. But one of the one of the tips is going in and practicing looking at the actual camera on your phone, not yourself. So now I'm looking at us at the screen. I you know too. the difference when someone is looking at the camera. So practice that. I don't care if you need to put Chris Hemsworth by the little green dot or what you need to do or cover yourself on the phone. 
practice talking to the camera, say the Pledge of Allegiance, um, sing your favorite song or say your favorite lyrics, read yourself, a, you know, tell yourself a story. Do not look at yourself, look at the dot. It's hard and it takes practice, but if somebody is like, you just got to do it. It's like, you don't sit down and learn the piano, you know, play the piano because you just decided to. So yeah, so it's practice. It's working with people when you find those roadblocks are there. And then just, it's like everything else in this world. You know, what am I doing? And is this what I'm supposed to be doing to move my business forward? Or should I be looking to another source or another training or another X to make me, make me feel more aligned? So, right. yeah. Well, the other thing too that I want to highlight is what you had said earlier about we're creating intentional content that will attract that prospect. We're not just creating content for the sake of creating content. Yes. And and that is why we are slow as a company to work with Reels and TikTok, even though we're going in head first, because a lot of that feels just, and it's fun, which fits my personality completely. But I work very hard to say that if we're having you do things, it needs to be strategic. So now we've built a strategy for those platforms that are, are everything goes away so quickly. You want to make sure your effort is equal to the energy that that may or may not have. That's why it's very hard to say, we're going to do an all day shoot for a 15 second TikTok that people might see in four hours and then it goes away. Right. So, Yeah. Um, but no, we, we want people to be intentional. We want people to create content that matters, but the platforms are also asking for different things. So um, we are observing and building strategies and throwing a little bit of spaghetti with some fun clients to see what our recommendations will be as these platforms continue to change. But you really, it's much, it comes back to confidence. If your confidence is built in the foundational aspects of who you are, what what is that one thing you want to get across? then you can create a small piece of content very easily. And I'm okay if it doesn't fly, okay. you know? So, right. but right. it should have purpose. People should feel value from you if you are there. Um, there are lots of people that give, you know, views of my day. Here is my lunch. This is the life of. Great. If you have a following and they're all about it, that's wonderful. But eventually they're probably going to want some actual value. So as long as you have balance, that's also something to think about. Beautiful. Um, okay. We, I, I could really dig into content all day long with know, you, but I'd like to, no, no, <laughs> so no. I? I would like to shift to events. Talk to me a little bit about the, the kinds of events that you set up for your clients. So, um, my, my world has been events since the beginning of time. Video has been something that has always been associated with it. And of course, video is our primary always. We use video to support events. Because of my event background and the context that I have, I get pulled into these beautiful projects that I, of course, in many cases, are probably the only person who can do it because I was the one that created it. So um, I have, a, <laughs> have an event background um, here in the Richmond area. Um, our virtual events are so much fun because we take the same approach to events as we do when I host them or backstage manage them or produce them in person. We really, all of our magic and the way that we engage and the way that we make things specific and easy is part of our secret sauce. Um, we do a ton of pre-record as live. We have hosted, um, we did a 90-minute nonprofit event during COVID that was 100% pre-record, and the executive director did not know that. That's how we do things where, but it's, it was it was tight, it was good, and it was, nobody had to 
I'm going to show my screen or, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, my internet is not great today. No, none of that happened. It was tight. The music was great. Music is impossible on Zoom. So we were able to produce. We take things, again, on a customer viewer perspective, an audience perspective. What are they here for? What do they want? How do they want it? And how can we keep them engaged? Um, 90 minute events are not any, I would never, ever, ever recommend that because I think now we're in, we're in these micro moments. Um, for the right event, you can hold people for about an hour, maybe for like networking where people are moving in spaces, that's different. But we do, we do work in a variety of spaces where that landscape has also very much changed. So um, for us events, video allows you to have a dynamic that many events didn't know could exist. Um, if you think of the awards shows, how they use video to transition sets and and moments. Um, we're teaching our nonprofits that we work with how to use video in that manner. Video is also great for the post-event piece, um, whether we're filming the event itself or using the content that was shown at the event. It now lives beyond that one moment. We had um, a client out of Northern Virginia that we worked with May of 2020 and then continued forth. They normally host a breakfast, um, 60 shiny people in a ballroom. And it was one of those, you know, envelopes are in front of you. Uh, at some point, everybody's okay. going to do their due diligence for the nonprofit. And they would normally bring in um, the, the they served homeless mothers. And many were international and um, didn't know the language, didn't have credit. I mean, and they go, they take them from this to 740 credit scores and pharmacy schools and amazing stories. But it's these beautiful women that, you know, like lived in Jordan prior to this okay, conversation. Sure. And now mm -hmm. they've come here and now they're homeless and single parenting. That woman is not going to be extremely comfortable standing in front of 60 people in a ballroom. Now, will they do it? Absolutely. They've done it a million times in the past, but we were able to get much richer storytelling and this beautiful calm that I don't know that ever existed when these people were sort of, and again, that's, they agreed to be there at these events. I'm not trying to say they've been paraded, but it was a story instead of a speech. And they went from having this thing that was normally for the, those that, that can to opening it up to over 600 people that morning. And they normally made let's say, I think it was like thirty to 40000 and it ended up being well into almost $200,000. Wow. Now there's the power of storytelling. There you go. And they can use all of that again. They can use all that content in the same exact manner that we presented it for them. Um, and they do. They're using video in their public events now, but it's still, everybody wants that one-to-one -one moment now. So we just, I think we're still a year out from really even knowing what the future of virtual and, and events will be because people just so want to be somewhere now. So you went from being stuck to being stuck with a creative product because we figured it out to, oh my gosh, we get to leave the house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then now it's going to be, well, couldn't you just zoom that? You know, so <laughs> you know we're going to have to figure out where people land. Um, but we, we, love what we can do to support to support events, take that off of their plate. It certainly is not as big um, of a column in our business right now because it's just not something that people are doing. But what we love from that is that people have, have learned the, the power of video 
and how your board members can go in and use content to send thank yous. And, and it can just personalize and, and again, provide story and context and not just be a handout and an ask. Um, and that's really where I think we've been able to help um, most is in that nonprofit space. The other space we help is certifications and on-demand trainings, um, which again, out of the blue, just dropped conversation. It was uh, pest management. I don't know about you, but during COVID, I don't want my pest management people to not be certified. Like they still need to True. work. <laughs> yes, Definitely essential workers. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we did 17 keynotes and then we put them in an on-demand piece. And instead of them all going to the, you know, holiday and paramus to, <laughs> to figure out their certification, they could go online at their um at their leisure and get their certifications on demand. Um, I know way too much about bed bugs now. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is that it's like people are learning how to use video to connect in yes. addition to the connection that we've made specifically for nonprofits. So yeah, I could go on and on. Please stop me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you get, let you stop yet. So w- what, if somebody's thinking about events, um, and, and maybe there's some ideas they have, maybe, maybe it's just fuzzy, like I should, and, or I want to, let's do that. I want to do an event, but I don't know what that would look like. What would you, what, what kind of tips do you have for us to think about as we're considering the possibility of events? Sure. So I guess I would I want to punch back at you. And if you can give me a definer on events, just because that's such a big umbrella. Were you thinking more in the space of the, the worlds that we both live in, like a summit or something that, to that effect? I love it that you're asking that question mm-hmm. because I that's a question for me as well. So when you're talking about events, what do you mean by events? Yeah. I'm throw it right back at you. <laughs> I love it. Oh, boom, right back. I have a horrible backhand. Um, so yeah, events for me are, it truly is the umbrella of, um, of an engagement of humans together for a purpose. So, um, whether it be a, a summit of multiple speakers or a workshop where content is being pushed and pulled, a certification where maybe there's live moments. Um, I sort of put those all under the umbrella of an event. Um, Your meeting planners of the world would probably define all of those aspects as event planning. Um, When thinking of an event, I think you really need to think about your audience first and foremost, and if your goals are aligned with the experience you're building. So if your goals are are not audience focused, then you're probably not going to have the live engagement and the interaction that you you would. Again, if you if you we all do it, we all do it. We sign up for stuff because we're never getting the replay. Did it this morning. I mean, <laughs> I'll do it twice today. <laughs> it's all good. We all do yeah, it. Yeah. What makes you show up? That's what you have to think about. What makes you show up? We showed up and ended up in the same space together all day Thursday last week. Right, right. And it's because we know there's an engagement. We know what's in it for us. And those elements have to be front and center because we are now training ourselves to sign up for the replay. Okay. So if I could, it just says, I think what I'm hearing is when you're saying, what is, what's your purpose for doing an event? Is it because I'm looking for another revenue stream? Is it so it's for me or am I doing this as another way for me to connect with the people that I can serve? Yes. And guess what? That connection will turn into a revenue stream. 
So I think if you come, I think if you come from a place, a human space versus a marketing push, you're again, stand in the corner of a networking event. I have a workshop. (laughs) That's all you said. I mean, you, you imagine it in the most bizarre ways of like, you're just standing. Why is she over there screaming about her workshop? No, work the room, talk about the interactions and engagements, the things that will be benefited from, you know, if you come, I cannot wait to introduce you to, um, we have a woman from Australia that's going to teach us this, um, the live Q and a, you know, the Q and a moment is going to be longer than her presentation because we understand we don't even want to stop that. Like think about the why you would participate and that's what you start with. Much like our um, our connections in networking, we continue to go back and we have invested. So she started from a very human place. She made very human connections. She delivered. And we we say, yes, ma'am, thank you. May I have another? So, um, <laughs> so in that same space, you and I both, um, I believe, naturally come from that space. But I do make that recommendation to anyone thinking about an event because you are in your zone. You are you are the the best widget seller of of all widgeton, and you cannot wait to tell everyone about this. But how are you doing it? How are you engaging with them? How are you? How are you telling the story of your why so they get just as invested in that widget as you? How is that widget going to move them forward? How is that widget going to change their life? What are they going to walk away with? And then they're going to show up and not just wait for the replay. I love that. It's human, though. <laughs> it is so much fun spending time with you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been absolutely delightful. Before we close. Let's, uh, where can the listeners find you? Absolutely. I love connecting on LinkedIn. So obviously by my name that you'll see Amy Gorelick. And if anyone, of course, wants to connect through um, directly with the Power Up video, it's just powerupvideo.com or amy at powerupvideo.com. Beautiful. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for bringing fun into it. You know it. Again, this tea really works. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Amy, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you around the Consciouspreneur community on LinkedIn. So listeners, if you haven't checked that out yet, it's a group on LinkedIn, the Consciouspreneur. And check out the Consciouspreneur magazine. There will be links for subscribing in the show notes. So once again, thank you for sharing this time with me today. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. We're not just a podcast, we're a community. So before you go, we invite you to join the Consciouspreneur Mastermind community. We are a powerful movement of high achieving, impact focused entrepreneurs who are leading the charge, making the world a better place through business. We offer a comprehensive suite of tools, techniques, support, and direction all rolled up into a community driven inspirational launch pad. We will nudge you out of your comfort zone and into your genius zone so that you can lead your business with clarity and focus. If you're looking for a community of like-minded and like-spirited people who support your personal development and business growth, well, you found the right place. Plus, we have a lot of fun. After all, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Remember, we're all in this together. Check out the link in the details in the description below and help our community grow by liking, subscribing, and sharing the content. We look forward to having you join us next week. Until then.